This is Daisenshu EX the Podcast, episode 37 for the week of July 30th, 2006. Hey guys, this is Mike. I just want to apologize up front for a little bit of extra noise we have in this episode. Uh, I was messing with my equipment a little bit, and we had some extra stuff going on Skype, so there's a little extra noise going on there. But I cleaned up what I could, and there's music, and there's all sorts of fun stuff, and here we go! Hello, welcome to Daizenshu EX the podcast, an extension of the all-encompassing and currently down Dragon Ball fan site Daizenshu EX. We cover everything and anything Dragon Ball in hopes of enlightening and a tiny bit of entertaining. Tiny bit. So, I am your host, Julian, aka Saiga Jedi on the forums, and over to my distant, distant left, I think that's, yeah, there is this guy. That guy. I can't be this. I have to be that because I'm far away. Okay, fine. That guy. You can just call me that guy. Uh, or not. <laughs> Hello, I am Mike Libree. Perhaps you know me as Vegito EX. And to my right, we have Mary. Hi there. Hello. I go by Mary. You do. It's very convenient. It's easy. It's four letters. I but can... secretly her name's Meredith. That's true. I, I don't think it's so much of a secret. No. Oh. In fact, maybe I should go back to Meredith. People call me Mary all the time. I'm getting kind of tired of it. And we have a special guest with us this, what is it, evening now? I guess it's about seven. This evening, we have Rachel, who many people will know from Ball over the past several years and hanging out with us on the website and forum. Hello. Hello. How are you? I'm all right. This is great. And you need to be great because you have lots of work to do for us. (laughs) You know what? I just want to say what's going on right now. Rachel is going to be taking over the filler guide for us. Yay! Contact updates! I am so happy! Thank you for picking it up because Clay kind of stopped. Yeah, and that's good too because I'm currently kind of doing a text translation of a manga that's not Dragon Ball. Yeah, I, I like how all of a sudden you've decided that Sailor Moon's important to you. It's for my girlfriend, okay? <laughs> I see. I'm not as important as your girlfriend. Is that how it works? Well... Hey, hey, we'll get there. You should be able to appreciate sometimes you gotta drop what you're doing and do things for the woman I, to keep I, her happy. I know. You get the hint? Yeah. Wait. <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> oh. So Rachel's oh, gonna no. hang out with us. We're gonna talk topic today and um, filler guide. I guess we'll talk about that a little bit later. But uh, let's get on into the episode with news. <laughs> Well, we have a couple bits of news this week. One is sort of Japanese game-related, although not exclusively Japanese, but it kind of includes Japanese. It's weird. And then we have music news, which is going to tie in with the topic. But first off, YouTube. Uh, uh. Ah. <laughs> Cesspool of the internet, I say. Yeah, me too. I mean... Best, it's, best it, wasteland? It's, yes, it's even convenient. better. It's convenient. But wasteland is a good word to describe it. Uh, apparently, Atari is cracking down on stuff over on YouTube. Uh, if you happen to see the website before we went over the bandwidth limit, I put up uh, a whole bunch of uh, game intro videos that we've had over the past couple months. I just kind of consolidated them all and put them up for download. I you also killed the website. No, I didn't because they were on a different server. Oh, okay. <laughs> but at the same time, I uploaded them all to YouTube because I figure if I don't, someone else is just going to take our stuff and say it's theirs anyways. So I figured I'd throw it up. Interestingly, when I threw up the Super DBZ and Sparking opening videos, YouTube returned a message that said, Rejected Terms of Use Violation. Hmm. And if you happen to follow links to previously existing videos, you receive something that says, This video has been removed at the request of copyright owner Atari Incorporated because its content was used without permission. Good for them, I say. Yeah. They have their right to exercise their rights. Yeah, (laughs) they do. Uh, There's still a lot of stuff that's up there, so they're probably going through. I I assume they started this thing where anything that goes up now just doesn't go up. Then they'll work their way backwards and remove things. My question is just kind of, 
Why? Good question. It's their choice. It is. They're funny like that. Yeah, I mean, they can. It's their stuff. But, uh, I mean, it's just promotion. I know, it's not ruining anyone that, you know... I mean, it's not like watching the video is going to prevent anybody from going to buy the game. Well, that's exactly what Mary and I were saying before. There's a difference between watching something that you only watch, which would be like a movie or an episode, and watching a clip of a video game. You can't play Sparking by watching a shitty-looking clip on YouTube. Exactly. So, I don't know. But it might change someone's opinion on whether or not they want to buy it if they're that easily swayed. I mean, like maybe they see the Sparking opening and say, wow, that looks really stupid. I'm not going to buy the game now. <laughs> like Mary would do. I would probably, <laughs> you know, just based on that opening. Everything else, I'd probably, you know, be more open-minded. But, yeah, yeah. Sparking opening scares me. I have nightmares <laughs> about man-humping Goku and Vegeta oh. in all their 3D yeah, well. Well, that's it for that. I mean, I guess it's news. Hey, Julian. Yeah. What's going on with music in Japan? Well, it's a funny story. It seems that, well, first of all, Play Asia started putting up these listings for re-releases of the DBZ hit song collection CDs. You know, that series of, what, 20 or so um, that had various songs and such from the series, and some inspired by the series, as they say. Right. Um, uh, checking Columbia's website and searching for Dragon Ball, you get listings for re-releases of all of the hit song collection CDs, including 8.5 and, and 18.5. And so I guess that comes out to 20 exactly. Yeah, it's 20 exactly. These are all coming out on September 20th in Japan at 1,365 yen each, tax inclusive. That's a good price. So, yeah, it's not a bad price. It's significantly less expensive than a brand new album, and I think rightfully so. Yeah. And, I mean, they did come out with the complete song collection CD sets a few years right. ago. Right. Yeah, I was wondering, cover- is this redundant, or is it not redundant? Well, it includes music that doesn't have any vocals, which was absent from the complete song collection Yeah, the, sets. there were a couple things. Uh, I think Hit 7 had a bunch of little doohickey instrumental things that weren't even in the show, but whatever. And also on Hit 6 was Battle Point Unlimited, which was uh, Trunks' Super Saiyajin transformation music in 120? Yep. Yeah. And that wasn't on the complete song collection, so you'll finally be able to get it again. I already have Hit 6, so I'm happy. But I can finally pick up a couple others that I didn't randomly have. And those of you who are interested in having a legitimate version don't have to worry about getting a Sonmei or whatever. I know you can finally get them again with no problem at a pretty good price. Actually, not that far off from what the bootleg prices were, so there is no excuse. That's amazing they're re-releasing these. This I know. Well, there's still popularity in Japan to be milked, you know. Mm-hmm. So, you know what? They're probably looking and going, hmm, what else do we have sitting around that we can re-release? Maybe they'll re-release the Daisenshu. That would be cool. That would be hot. But there's more information to include. Yeah. Now that there's been other stuff. true. But, oh well. Yeah. I like music. I'm going to buy some. I buy money. (laughs) And buy money? Yeah, I buy money. (laughs) Mike, buy money. Money say hello. Money go play Asia. (sighs) Well, you know, this news just quite perfectly leads into our topic for this week. Hit collections and image songs, these shall be the topic of discussion. Now, we've kind of mentioned these in passing and in somewhat detail over the last 36 episodes. Wow. 37. Well, it's 37 now. Ah. Now, Julian, what are the hit collections? The hit song collection CDs are, I think they were um, Hito Kyoku Collection or something like that in the uh, Japanese. But they're basically collections of not necessarily hit songs, but <laughs> songs that are either taken from the series in terms of themes and movie themes and insert songs, but also what are known as image songs. Uh, I think the useful analogy that we've pulled before is that it's kind of like music inspired by the series, as you'll see on some soundtracks in the U.S. Um, It's hits that are often by artists who have performed other themes for the show, especially Hironobu Kageyama, but some of the other artists. I think Ushio Hashimoto, who did the ending theme to Dragon Ball, has quite a few on the DBZ sets. So it's songs that haven't appeared in the show or in the movies, they're, well, they can be good. They (laughs) sometimes can be not. That's a fantastic Um, description. Sometimes they can even be sung by the characters. Yes, they can be. Basically, what I want to do is just have a fun little free-for-all discussion about the hit collections. 
Now, as I was saying to Mary before uh, we started recording, and I guess I'm just going to flat out say it. This conversation pretty much completely alienates dub fans. <laughs> they don't have this stuff. Well, you're, you're missing they, out. They maybe do. They have that one, like, Android 18 CD that Meredith McCoy did. Right. I don't know if that even came out. I think it did. It has, like, some dance remix song she did. Uh, dub fans don't have a decade's worth of random music they can listen to. And we have this, like, real weird history with these songs in our fandom with the Japanese version. Yes. Now, the first time I remember hearing any of these, I mentioned it before, Wuken, Sushinshu, my favorite site from way back in the day, he had a whole bunch of MP2 files, we've even talked about his MP2s before, of um, songs from various CDs to sample and test out. And I remember hearing these songs going, these are really cool, they're in Japanese. The song was never in the show, but I like it anyways, because it's fun and catchy. And, you know, when you're getting into the show and you're looking for more things to have fun with it other than, you know, just watching it, this is a great thing to latch on to. Yes. Except um, I thought the music was actually from the show because I hadn't seen that much in the Japanese version yet. Like, wow, I can't wait to get to this part about, like, happy birthday. I, I wonder what episode they use that in. I don't know. It, it no, can be don't. kind of confusing, especially, yeah. if, you know, you can't read Japanese. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's been confusing to people who've, you know, had the CDs and listened to it. I mean, for years, a bunch of people thought that Nichiobi by Dean was actually an insert song in GT because somebody saw the song along with... What, what was it? Hitori Janai and assumed that it was in the series? But yes, Emerson songs, and we were very confused back in the day, I guess. But we were happy to get any of this. We were. Because it was all new and fresh and foreign back and unknown. Day, we had Japanese songs and we liked them. They were mysterious. They were. They were very... Flat out, we didn't know what they were, but we liked them anyways. Yeah. So I guess we were kind of stupid. Well, yeah. this was ba back in the day where it was a matter of course that any series that was brought over had the music replaced and had the themes done. Right. Either redone completely or just replaced. I mean, to have songs in Japanese, it was like, um, huh, I haven't <laughs> heard this before. This sounds pretty interesting. It's no. very not, not English. Yeah. <laughs> And they were all very kind of 80s synth poppy. Yeah, fun. it's very, very yeah. late 80s, early 90s. It's but... real interesting to compare the kind of synth stuff that Faulkner did in the show versus the 80s synth stuff that was on these CDs. What I like about all the different uh, image songs and the songs on the hit, uh, collection CDs is that, you know, we all know what Dragon Ball's about. Right. You know, there's no question about, you know, what it is. And yet all these songs are quite different from one another and there's such a huge variety in terms of song style and theme like just the theme of the song like you got some romance songs in there you know outside of Bulma and Vegeta there's not much in the way of romance in a that's Dragon Ball yeah and even that's like you know you gotta kind of use your imagination right there so I got some really lovey-dovey songs some happy family songs some ballads, some rock songs. So there's a there's something for everyone, I guess. And let's talk about the character songs, I guess. There were two collection CDs that were specifically filled with, well, pretty much, um, songs sung in character by the Seiyuu. And yep. they are funny as hell. I, I love Kududin's, um Marriage Mambo song. Oh, that's oh my great. god. Oh my god. Mambo! Mambo! Cha-cha-cha. Cha-cha-cha. <laughs> And, oh, in the Vegeta song, it's classic, of course. It, it is. That's, uh, you always see that one cited when people talk about these songs. Because it's, he sings so well. Yeah. It's phenomenal. He could be a J-pop star. Yeah. If he wasn't so old. Hey, hey, don't destroy my mental image. <laughs> Picture this young, nice looking guy. smooth dude. Smooth dude. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I was thinking that Mayumi Tanaka is a pretty good singer, and I mean, she's also done songs as Luffy on the One Piece right. soundtracks. And she's consistently been doing character songs since the 80s, yep. if not before then. Right. So, I don't know. I, I appreciate her talent. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> oh, another thing I really like about the CDs are the various remixes. Now, there were remixes of songs that were in the show. Like, there's plenty of Hedgehala remixes, and I don't know how much you could call them remixes. Like, that space version that has maybe a different breakdown in it. See, I hate their definition of remix, because when I hear remix, I think, okay, dance version. Except their <laughs> definition of remix is, let's throw in an extra instrument, or, like, you know, change a chord. Here and that, there. That's true. Some of them aren't so much remixes as they are 
Yeah, exactly. And even then, some of the remixes aren't very good. Which ones don't you like? I I don't remember the names of them, but I can tell you the one I like. It's just the Jungle remix. Jungle Fever? Yeah. Hitchala, yeah. And that one was on NeverEnding Story as well. See, I'm biased. Well, that's why. That's all I had. (laughs) I had NeverEnding Story, and that's my CD collection. Let's describe NeverEnding Story real quick. It was a two-CD set that was released that had a bunch of songs from the hit collections. Best of the best. Yeah, it had a lot of songs that were image songs, and it had a lot of songs that were in the show as well. Like, it had Mm -hmm. Unmei no He... And it had Mind Power, but then it also had, you know, Happy Birthday, Power of Smile. Mm-hmm. But it was a neat set. And the first disc was a little more upbeat, and the second disc was kind of the subdued slow songs. And you never listened to the No, no, disc I always, ever. I was a, an Uber nerd, and I brought uh, disc one into my car, and I listened to it driving to college my freshman year. Wow. I thought I was the shit. Yeah, you and everyone else. So. Yeah, no, <laughs> no, 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 no. But, uh, yeah, remixes. So you like the Jungle Fever remix. Yep. The ones I like were the Kuko and Kageyama uh, remix medleys. Oh, yes. They're fun. I only heard those um, through you, like, recently, probably within the last couple years. <laughs> and every time you <laughs> play so them, fun. I always forget about them. I'm like, oh, what is this? Oh, it's a medley. And then, like, a few months will go by and you play it again. I'm like, oh, what is this? Oh, wait, it's a medley. <laughs> so I don't know why it's not sticking with me, but I think they're they're pretty fun. You know, they've done a lot of those. There was also, um, what's the one, 18 and a half, Battle Spectacle Medley? Is that the name of that one? Uh, I think so. Me. Yeah, well, that's the one with the remixes. Well, not remixes, but the combinations of Mind Power, Unnei he and two other songs that escape me at the moment. But, uh. yeah. So there's a lot of variety on these CDs. You got the image songs, you got the remixes, you got the in-show songs, a couple of random uh, instrumental things. Like we mentioned before, um, Battle Point Unlimited was exclusively on Hit 6. I don't think it's shown up on any other CDs. That's such a shame. Despite so many coming out. Mm-hmm. And that's such a different song compared to everything else. Oh yeah, totally. It's like, no, don't forget about it. It's cool. It's it has Im- that bass. It's important. It reminds me of Seinfeld. <laughs> well, because of the slap. Yeah, the slap bass. Strings. Yeah. I gotta say, this is totally random. I hate Hit 14. It was, one of, it was one of the first ones that I ever got. I don't even think I have it anymore, so that shows you. I, mean, I keep everything. I don't know where Hit 14 is. I don't... The songs are awful. I don't know how much more... I, I can't go into detail. I just really, really dislike Is that one of the ones 14. that's on your site and it's like, this one does not have a review? Or does it have a review and it's just really negative? I can't remember off I the top of my head. Probably, I think yeah. it. I think it has a review, but it's... <laughs> it's like, like, there's Mike, nothing worthwhile on this disc. <laughs> yeah. Um... Versus one of them. my favorite, I don't know. We're going to talk about favorite songs. I don't know if I can name a specific hit collection that I love the most. Because they're so spread out. Uh, speaking of spread out, Head Chala is on, what, 15 CDs? <laughs> yeah. It's kind of interesting. Like, they always include opening and ending themes on pretty much all of them. For whatever the right. series was up to at that point. Mm-hmm. And then I think 16 through 18 had to be Gotta Power and Bokutachi. But, uh, so they're... You can kind of see them as soundtracks for where they were at that point in time. Because if a movie had just come out, they would have that movie's ending theme or insert song. If you go by that logic, I think I like the early to mid-range CDs. I think so, too, because there were more songs then. I mean, in the show and in the movies. Right, right. Like movies two or one, two, and kind of four had uh, insert songs, but none of the later ones did. And the TV series, after um, Unmei no He, there were no more image songs, or insert songs, excuse me. So, you know, those later ones are pretty much exclusively image songs. And yet, mm-hmm. I can't remember, you know, those later hit CDs with songs that I really, really like. Well, you like 18 and a half, but that's <laughs> Oh, yeah, I guess. <laughs> yeah, the two 18 and a half is, like, the only one that I own, so... Well, it's fantastic. There's some good stuff on there. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, we mentioned Never Ending Story, but let's quickly mention the other compilations. There were the Complete Song Collections. Yes, those were relatively recent over the... Was starting in 2003-ish or four. Yeah, they're about to It's be. been a while now, and the site's down, so I can't check. You know what? It has to have been 2003, because I remember when we put the site back up in the first feature, we were talking about them coming out. Oh, that's right. So, there you go. So, <laughs> yeah. So, there are four collections of you know, 3D sets and... Or three CD sets. 3D sets. Awesome. Trush. <laughs> and so they have all 
all the vocal songs from these CDs on them. Yeah. They don't have any of the just instrumentals, which is why Battle Point Unlimited isn't there. Right. And so it's it's slightly lacking. It doesn't quite live up to the complete song collection moniker unless you say that a song has to have vocals. Well, they also but, included some video game songs like Never oh, Ending, Never Give Up, and they also had some of the B-sides from the CD singles. Oh, that's right. So that's kind of complete. It's just missing stuff from the hit collections. And then just recently there was Legend of Dragon World, which was the two-CD set that came out, including all of the moving ending themes, and then to fill up space, some of the more popular image songs, which were also on NeverEnding Story for the most part. So it's kind of like NeverEnding Story with all the movie themes. (laughs) So it's better. It depends on what you like. You like NeverEnding Story. I really do, too. But I like the second disc a lot more than you did, I think. Yeah, I never really gave it much of a chance. I'm naughty. There's good stuff on there, even though it's slow. Well, I like... um. You know, the, the song from the Bardock special. I love that one. Yeah, that was track I think that was three. the only track I listened to, like, repeatedly. And it was early on, so you could get to yeah, it Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I can't think of anything else. I mean, these are just... It's like a niche fandom kind of thing. Yeah, but now it doesn't have to be now that they're re-releasing them. And that's There's a chance for you guys yeah. to rediscover yes. these suckers that we kind of had to discover on our own back in the day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, if you think about how they came about it must be i mean it's a popular show so they have probably songs that they can write for it and expect people to at least get the cds because they've heard of the show right and then, and i guess in some ways it's kind of blatant commercialization but at the oh, same totally. time there's some there's some good stuff that's come out of it and what's nice is that everyone else can get them for much cheaper than we were able to back then and in our cases we were most likely being ripped off so yeah. not too bad well, for i the mean most part. we got a few so maze like around that you know, I when I got never ending story, I I was like, Hey, never ending story, oh crap, it's bootleg. But I think you have a legitimate copy. Yeah. I I have since gone back and gotten legitimate versions of whatever I could. I, I you know, that was different back then. They were starting to come out with the bootleg thing. Right, right. I wasn't quite so knowledgeable about I, I think Ever Anime actually went back and did all the hit song collections bootleg. Ugh. Yeah. Because I remember you going on eBay and you were like excited. Hey, look, it's uh, oh. Oh, I was no pissed. I'll tell bootlegs. the story. I got three hit song collections on eBay. Two I didn't have. One I was going to use as a prize. And the person said they were completely legit Japanese. They had pictures, uh, except they were just the covers. And they ended up coming in as, you know, ever anime bootlegs. I was pissed. And yeah. so now I can't do anything with them. I'm not going to put these back out there in circulation, so I'll have to repurchase them legally. Drink coasters. That's true. Well, I mean, one was hit six, which I already had, so I'm really only, I got two I got to replace. Mm-hmm. But anyways, that's that's my bad eBay story. Make sure you ask people. Look for the logos if they don't put up the pictures. But now you're going to be able to get them from, uh, you know what, CD Japan actually doesn't have them up. Play Asia has listings for them all, but as we get closer to September, I think September 20th they were coming out. Yeah. You'll you'll find more listings everywhere and it'll be great. And you can always use haha the music database on the site to get listings for all the CDs and all the songs. Yes. When the Once site's the site's up. back up. Well, yeah. well if you're downloading this then most likely the site's back up. That's true. Or mm-hmm. or you're listening to this if you're, you know, a forum goer and yeah, you probably got it'll be up early you know, a forum. special goodie. <laughs> or you're so obsessive that you just check out of Chaos's server. Ah, but we foil people, we rename it when we put it up. Well now they know. Uh-huh. But they don't know what we're renaming it to and stuff. They can try. Because what happens is if people grab it while it's uploading to the server, this has happened to other podcasts, it like screws up the cache for ISPs and stuff, and people can't get the full version. So don't do that to podcast people. It's naughty. Bad. And so we, we get around it by sneaking up on you. You don't know what we're putting up. We can be calling it like poopy poopy 37.mp3. Remind me not to call it that when I send it to God of Chaos. Because <laughs> they very well may. No. So there you go. Um, you know, we're talking about the hit collections, the image songs. Image songs are fun. We're going to switch up the order of the podcast a little bit. Normally we go to ABCs. We're going to go to list first, except it's not just Mary's list. That's right. We're going to share the love. It's we- everyone's. Everyone for themselves, except we're going to overlap a little bit. We are all going to say our top five image songs because they're fun, and I like them. And we all want to get a chance to say what songs we like and why. And uh, I'm going to let our special guest go first. 
If she has five. Do you have five? Uh, not quite. Well, we can help you pick a couple extra. How many do you have? Uh, just three. Just three? Oh. Hey, let's let's start with the three. Uh, what's number three in order? If you have them in any order. Well, I'd say Mr. Three is uh, Mr. Dream or Sagase from Dragon Ball. Oh, that's a fun song. How about the number two? Number two, I would pick Goku no Gokigen Journey from like Dragon that. Ball. Also, that song is also so much fun. <laughs> Anything Goku related is automatically very is, very fun in so nature. It's so cute. It's so cute. All right, how about your number one? Number one would be Hatsukoi wa Kumon ni Nyote from Dragon Ball also. But there's so much fun on those songs. And I guess we kind of skipped around this one CD. That was the, oh, what's the name of it? Dragon Ball Complete Song Collection? Something like that. Yeah, it was, it was one CD that came out with all of the songs actually in the series, the opening and ending, then a bunch of image songs as well. And that was included in a different track listing order, but it was all the same songs on the 5CD Daidenshu set. So that's kind of like a hit song collection, except it's Dragon Ball. So we'll call it the Dragon Ball hit song collection, except it's not really called that. Well, there is the Dragon Ball complete song collection. Well, the set. I know. Okay. The, but still. <laughs> it's so confusing, but that's what the music database is for. <laughs> yes. Plug, plug. Whoa, stereo. <laughs> oh, oh, I just, I just want to talk about the cuteness of the Dragon Ball songs, because... Yeah, that sums it up. It's absurdly cute hearing uh, Masako Nozawa sing his Chibi Goku. It's so much fun. I love the character songs. And the uh, the Dragon Ball CD was just full of those character songs. They were great. Well, Julian, would you like to go through some of your favorite songs? Okay. So, I, I guess first of all, my number five would probably be Vegeta uh, no Oriori Chigoku. Vegeta's cooking hell. Ah, yes. Um... Because, I mean, he's making okonomiyaki, and he's talking about it, and he's treating it like a dick. That's just <laughs> hilarious. He's such a serious character. To see to see him being goofy and cooking yes, both at the same time is really, really amusing. And I don't mind that he forgot the mayonnaise, because when I have okonomiyaki, I don't put mayonnaise in it. So. You know how many people have requested these lyrics for you? A lot. Yeah. Get cracking. Put down the Sailor Moon, get to the cooking hell. It's Sailor V, and I'll get to it eventually. <laughs> I know. All right, keep going with the songs. Okay, uh, so my next one is probably uh, the number 18 song, Masho no Kaori. Just because that's an amusing song for some reason. I don't know, maybe it just because it fits with the character so well. I'm not really sure, but it's enjoyable. Okay. And I like it. And the next one, I think you'll probably agree, deserves to be on the list, and that is Warning of Danger. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah, so that's smooth. Well, that's another Jinzo Ningen type thing, but it, I don't know, it's got a good beat to it, and it's catchy. Yeah. And the, the live version on that uh, one CD yes. has the singer going, like, shouting out, I'm gonna kill you all, which is really... <laughs> I know, I know. It's so bizarre. I, I, I did, like, a spit take on that. I first listened to that song. <laughs> I first... <laughs> totally forgot about that, but that's awesome. I'm not sure I even know that. You have to show me that. I'll, you know what? I will insert a sound sample <laughs> right. Right, right here. Okay, so that, that takes me to number three. Number two, I think... Well, maybe you guys aren't going to like this, but I like the second karaoke song done by Chichi. And that would be Ikenai Urara Magic. Number one, because it's really, really creepy. It is. It's for bizarre. those two to be singing that song, really not pleasant overtones. But also because the banter in the beginning is really, really funny. Because Gohan finishes dinner and he's going to go to his room to study, but Chi-Chi prevents him from leaving because she wants somebody to sing karaoke with and Goku's out training or whatever. So she drafts her son and he can't get out of it and he's really, really wanting to leave. He's just getting his mother angry, so he has no choice. And then finally, after the song, he gets ready to leave, and then his mother kind of traps him into singing more, and he wants out, and that's where it ends. But that's yeah. good, because I don't like it. Number one, or are you at number two? I'm at number one, I think. Okay, so. number one. Forever. Forever. Good song. Yes, and ever. And ever. And I guess as a, as a runner-up, Muten Roshi no Oshie. It's kind of been partly used in the series, but not much of it. it not was, like the vocal part. It was playing on a radio, if I remember correctly. Or yeah. something like that. 
Yeah, it just plays on a radio in a guy's car in one episode. <laughs> That's right. I remember taking the screen cap of that. It was really weird. Yeah, but basically, you know, it's Mutendo. She's singing about, well, number one, himself. Number two, how he likes the ladies. So... That's that's definitely a candidate for a top list. For a while, I was really considering doing a music video. <laughs> oh my god, I remember that. Holy crap, and I was like, do it! And he was going to use the live action, you know, Chinese Dragon Ball movie. Don't tell they're going to steal the idea. Oh now, no. now I got to do it before the podcast comes out. Make a video in two days, nice. That takes me back. Rachel, I will need to borrow all of your Dragon Ball DVDs because I don't own them. <laughs> oh, I'm going to let Mary go next. Awesome. Now, before I go, I want to have something cleared up. Okay. Because this might determine my runner-up choice. Okay. Does um, Hikari no Willpower count as an image song? Because it was used in a game, but then they slapped lyrics on it. No, so, that's not an image song. Okay, then. No, it's a, video game stuff doesn't count. Okay, okay. Well, because it's used in places other than the video game, which is why, you no, it's know... it's not. Yeah, it was on NeverEnding Story, wasn't it? No. Oh, then what do I do? Okay, never mind then. I don't think so. Okay, okay. Mary. My actual runner-up is going to have to be Vegeta's Cooking Hell. Because, you know, it's funny. It's Julian funny. pretty much said why. Yeah. Okay, number five. Got a perfume number 18, Dangerous Fragrant Mix. You like the remix. I do. Mary on the remix. I do. Yeah, it's one of the one remixes I really, really like. It was early on in your fandom too, right? That you heard it, so you loved it. No, it no? really wasn't. I could have sworn it was. It wasn't that early. I mean, this is all fairly early. Yeah. Back when I used to listen to all these religiously, so I wouldn't place it any earlier than any other song that I got into. Gotcha. Okay, number four is uh, Children of the Dawn, which up until recently I've been calling Dawn of the Children because someone had it incorrectly posted on on their site as Dawn of the Children. It was probably me, yes. but well, that's that, what I'm implying. that in turn means that everyone before me had it wrong. Too. Well, yeah. Yes. So it's really yes. hard for me to call it Children of the Dawn, because I always thought it was Dawn of the Children, but um, I don't know why I like this song so much. It's pretty mid-tempo. It's yeah. Um, yes. I, I guess I just like the beat. You did a video to it. I did. If you're, um, you like being in pain, go track down this video. <laughs> <laughs> Ugh. It's a real yes. video. And remember, kids, when it comes to Japanese grammar, it's yes. attribute no object, not object no attribute. Yes. Thank you, Sensei. Okay, number three. Another happy, happy song. Very it's happy. Power of Smile. Not Power of the Smile or Power of a Smile. Just Power of Just Smile. Power of Smile. It's English at work here. It is. And another happy, peppy, fun song. I can't describe why I like it. I just do. Very good. Two. Sorry. Okay. Brian Dance. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Brain Dance. <laughs> oh, bootlegs. Um, I, for some reason, <laughs> you know, this was back in the day of misinformation running rampant on uh, early DBZ fan sites. Yeah. And we always assumed that image songs directly related to a specific character. Okay. So back in the day, so Brain Dance was the Vegeta image song. Why? I don't know. I, I, that's how it was. I did not make this up. I don't know if I downloaded it and that was just the label and the file name, but for some reason it was accepted wherever the hell I was hanging out on the internet that this was a Vegeta image song. So I was like, oh, Vegeta, cool. This is a cool song for Vegeta. It's a little bit too happy for Vegeta, but I like it. Well, now Julian's just going to have to go through the lyrics and figure out what's going on. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know where people would make that, that connection, but... Apparently they I, I would not make that up. It's too bizarre. <laughs> All right. Well, Mary, yeah. your number one song. Yeah, yeah, can can uh, I just do it for you? No. He raps really fast. Yeah. So it comes as no surprise. I like Space People DBZ the best. I love how you just Because he that raps song. really fast. That, that sticks out as one of my favorite quotes throughout the entire series of podcasts. I thank you. But it describes the song really well. All I remember in the song is... Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> so rah <blah, blah>, <laughs> Rub a dub dub. Rub a dub dub and Dragon Ball Z. And you did a video to this one too. I did. Oh my god. You know what? That's why. Yeah, you know, that's why these videos are on this list because I think I made videos to them. Songs. Oh, songs. Yeah, songs. Thank you. I, re- I remember you had like um, the Shunkanida stuff from movie set or six at the beginning with the. Yes. Oh my god, you remembered an old video of mine. I'm so honored. Like you said, if you enjoy pain. Yeah, if you enjoy pain. <laughs> I kind of like Space Week with DBZ. I don't know why. I don't remember well enough. I don't remember either. Sorry. That's okay. Okay. 
Your turn. My list. Go, go, go. My runner-up. Whoa, growing up. I love that song so much. It's just cute and fun. And this was on uh, NeverEnding Story as well. And uh, it's just a... I, I just assume it's one of those... This is that, you know, you're drawing connections where they aren't really there. I associate that as one of Dragon Ball's themes of, you know, growing up and friends and family. And I, I don't know. It's just a fun song. My number five song, I guess, is called Kino no Yume, Kyo no Hikari, Sayurento Naito, Morning no Moon. That's a, one hell of a title. It is. Yesterday's dreams, today's light, silent night, morning moon. It's, it's a song on Hit 18, uh, which was the last non-remix CD, and it's just this nice, it's got like a pumping vibe to it, and it's Hinonobu Kageyama. I just like it. It's a fun song. Yeah. Number four for me, Julian mentioned it, Warning of Danger, Smooth Singing. You already talked about it, so I guess there's nothing more I can say. Mm-hmm. Number two, Forever, the 96 Piano New version. It was also on 18 and a half, I You think. forgot a song. I did? Yeah. No, I didn't. You said number two. Oh, well, it's my number three. Okay. So I didn't miss a song. No, you just, I just mislabeled it. <laughs> well, that's my number three. It's, uh, I don't really like the original version. It's a little too organy for me. And by that, I don't mean organs inside your body. I mean the church organ. <laughs> I like the piano <laughs> version better. It's, uh, it's just a nice, sweet uh, song. Number two, the real two, Cool Cool Dandy, more smooth singing, another never-ending story song. So I guess that's, you know, a lot of these are never-ending story. Um, number one, I don't know why. Probably because my, my fondest memory of these songs was when I first got never-ending story, the CDs. And I put this in the CD player on big speakers in the basement of my parents' or house where I was, you know, living when I was younger. And it has that stereo stuff at the beginning where it goes from, like, the left to the right channel and then back to oh, the right and the left. Oh, yeah. And I just remember going, oh, my God, this is so awesome. And it's Dragon Ball and it's Japanese. And it was track one on NeverEnding Story, I think. That's right. I know it's- things. That one? Yeah, yeah. That, that's the one. <laughs> Ow, my ears. Maybe I'll replace Julian with the actual song. <laughs> it's it's just a song about Goku. There's so many songs like this, but they just talk about how cool Goku and all the attacks and stuff are. But uh, I just like that one a lot. And it was one of the earliest hit song collection CDs, and it just seems to have remained one of the fan favorites because it's shown up in all the compilations. So it's there you song. go. There you go. There's our, uh, our top lists. Yay! So, Julian, it's time for you. I thought I would go over two related terms this week. Yay! And they both start with M. Yay! Yay. Is that the letter we're up to? Yeah, and this is something that people have been kind of arguing over and things too, on a low level, especially since Viz decided to use a, um, well, a different translation than what people are used to. Um... So I'm just going to touch on them. Okay. First up, we're going to talk about Majin. And so this would be connected to, for example, Boo. And so Majin Boo is what they call him. And Ma is the character for demon, for example, or magic. And then Jin would be person or man. And so that's pretty straightforward. You could say that he's either a magical being or a an evil or a demonic being. Um, there's also Nekomajin in Toriyama's works, which I guess the best translation for Majin would be Genie. Um, but that gets into also Viz's translation, because Viz called Boo Jinbu, D-J-I-N-N, I believe. Yeah, it was one and, of our earliest podcast topics. Yeah, and so that comes from the Arabic Jin or Genie, which is where the English genie comes from. And so you can kind of see the connection there. You can argue about whether the translation is really appropriate or not, but that makes the M on Boo's belt, and as, as well as connected to Vegeta and Yamu and Spobovich. Where does it come from if, <laughs> if you don't have the, something that starts with an M? So I, I prefer Majin for that reason. So I guess that pretty much touches on that word. So this other word that we're going to talk about is Madoshi. 
And this word is what is applied to Babidi. Yes. And, well, um, this word is uh, usually translated in most typical translations as wizard. And I guess it's not too bad a translation. It's somebody that can use magic. Although, in some respects, I mean, with a lot of translations of the word that I've seen, you know, elsewhere, tend to go more towards, like, dark mage, black magician, that kind of thing. I'm not really sure whether that's a legitimate translation. Madoshi doesn't really appear in mainstream dictionaries because it's more of a fantasy term, as far as I know. Uh, <laughs> but take that as you will. Um, I mean, I guess wizard is a, a decent translation. I kind of prefer some of the other ones for being a little bit more um, interpretive. But um, okay. that that is what Madoshi is. Uh, Babidi is, and I guess you could say that even if you have a gene boo, that would be a, an explanation for the M, except if you make Babidi something else, and then in which case the M has no meaning whatsoever, which is what Fizz did. Righto. <laughs> that it? Yep. Alright, let's keep cruising through the rest of the episode. We have a couple things left to do. Releases! There's only a couple things in August that we were able to find, and we'll just uh, breeze through them. August 2nd, Volumes 28, 29, and 30 of the Dragon Ball Z DVDs uh, in Japan, based on the Dragon Box, are coming out for 3,990 yen a pop. These cover episodes 160 through 177, and uh, takes you up just to about the Cell game. Remastered yep. video, kind of remastered sound, progressive, look really nice, sound really nice, and uh, expensive. Julian, uh, not October. I'm way ahead of myself. August 4th. <laughs> Mike needs to write how to... See, I can't even talk uh, properly. I need August to learn formed. how to write. Yes, 4ND. Forned. <laughs> okay. So on August 4th, we have <laughs> Volume 4 of the Ginyu slash Super Saiyajin arc of the DBZ Animanga. I said it before, and I'll say it again. It's redundantly redundant. But... If that's your thing, if you like full-color manga that is just screen caps from the anime, then go ahead. But if you <laughs> want to read, just do the manga. And then if you want color, watch the TV show. That's all i got to yeah, say. Yeah, that sums it up well. Or uh, use your manga as a coloring book. That sums up releases as far as I know. Does anyone else know anything coming out in August, whether it be on the forum or not? It would be on the list if we knew. Not necessarily, because I made the list. <laughs> I mean, all the games are out, the manga's done coming out in the U.S., and... The CD's not coming out for a while. There's no Funimation DVDs coming out yeah, this month. Yeah, movie 13 so. got pushed back, so... Yeah, so that's it. Sorry, kids. Time for emails. Our first email comes to us from Mark in Manchester, UK. Mark says, I think the podcast is awesome, and I've learned so much about Dragon Ball Z now. Well, that's, that's our goal, so I'm glad we've been able to accomplish this. Mark continues onwards. The problem is, I haven't seen any of the movies, and they all sound amazing. But in the UK, the movies are not on TV, and I cannot find somewhere that I can get them on DVD in Region 1. Well, what you need to do is order online. Yes, I doubt over there in the UK they have many R1s. Well, I guess they probably do in some places. But your R2, and what you want are the Funimation DVDs probably, because they contain the Japanese audio track in addition to their dub. There are some movies over there that are the horrible, horrible, big green versions that we've talked about in past episodes. I'll try to find a link to the episode where we got the email about those, and I put in some uh, audio samples. They're horrendous. Absolutely awful. So what you're probably looking for are Funimation's uh, bilingual versions. Uh, Japanese audio track, their English audio track, the Region 1, their NTSC. So you can get those at pretty much any online retailer. I'm going to say Amazon because I know they'll ship internationally. So uh, check that out. The next email is from Simon. And who would like to read Simon's email? I'm going to let Mary read this All one. All right. Oh, okay. <laughs> You're going to let me get my anger on. Yes, go I with your anger. This. All right, from Simon. He writes, since yours is the only manga anime show that I listen to, I just wanted to know your take on something that really bothers me among manga readers. It seems that no matter what bookstore you go into, the manga section is a nightmare. Not because of the manga itself, but because of kids literally sitting on the floor, locking the bookcases, and many times making no effort to move out of the way for other customers to browse. I know stores like Borders and Barnes & Noble encourage people to read, but come on! Right there in the aisle? I guess I'm tired of having to maneuver around people in order to get my damn Dragon Ball manga. What do you guys do, if anything, if this happens? Mary, what do you um, do? Um, I, I say some really snarky comment under my breath. 
I think, uh, you know, we, we get what we need to get. We have our book in hand. We start walking away. And, just and recently I just go, buy your damn manga. Well, the point is they do allow people to sit and read things at the store. Yeah, but they have chairs for that. They do. They have chairs. Please go over there. God damn it. Get out of the way. You know, what I really hate is the fact that I look dumb enough standing there looking at the comic books as it is. I mean, let's be honest. They're comic books. They just happen to be, you know, manga. And then we got the six-year-old reading his Yu-Gi-Oh manga, you know, picking his nose and bending the book, and I, I feel retarded. Yeah. yeah. So I, I, I don't know. What do I do? Usually not much. I'll probably start doing more because it's infuriating me more and more often now. I'm seeing, you know, it's mostly girls, honestly. Yeah. The last few months, it's been all girls, and you think they would know better. Come on, ladies, have some class. But no, no class for you. You just want to sit in the aisle and read your damn Inuyasha manga on the floor. Ain't you good to move? Move, you bitch! Okay, <laughs> I feel great now. <laughs> Go, Mary! I love this podcast because I get to vent some anger. Ooh. How about you guys? You kick kids? <laughs> I love kicking kids, sorry. Well, no. I'm, I mean, so, I don't encounter people sitting in the aisles. My main thing is that people standing there talking about series that I know more than them about, and I have such an urge to correct all their misconceptions and everything oh, right that's there, you, but Julian. I hold my tongue. Yeah, that's, that's like, such a Julian thing to do. It's <laughs> like, ah, uh, they're mispronouncing X word in Japanese that they obviously don't know what it means. That is even more of a Julian thing. <laughs> Yes. Oh, between well, the two of us, yeah. Julian can verbally berate them while I kick them. <laughs> <laughs> I think this will work perfectly. We'll go around from Barnes and Noble to Barnes and Noble, and uh, we'll beat up children. I'll videotape it so we can throw it up on YouTube. YouTube. Um. <laughs> we'll call it. Why did you sit there? It'll be a series. Lordy. We'll call it "Kicking Children Barnes and Noble." Someone read the next email. <laughs> okay. I guess I'll do that one. Okay. Albert writes, email Saiyajin. Can they go Super Saiyajin or not? Well, I don't see why um, not. Yeah. I mean, you could say that since Pond never does it in the course of GT, that they can't, but it's GT. Well, yeah, I guess. There, there's something written, I don't remember if this is just fan hearsay, but isn't there something in one of the Daizenshu about her not being able to do it because her Saiyajin blood is too diluted? And then comes uh, the GT TV special when Goku Jr. Um, does it. Uh, if there is, it's probably a Daisenshu that I don't have. Yeah, probably seven, but, which I don't have. <laughs> yeah. But, I, yeah, I mean, it goes against the ending of GT. Right. If that's true, but then again, it's GT, so yeah. who knows? <laughs> I, there just weren't enough of them by the time we had Super Saiyajin. I mean, the whole race was extinct, pretty much. Right. The Bardock yes. special didn't uh, give us any, you know, indication one way or the other. No. Right. And I mean, it's. I mean, obviously, the you know the Brief family and the Son family continue to have progeny. So well, one way or another, yeah. they keep reproducing. All the ones we saw were pretty much boys. So yeah, that's what we saw. Well, that's it. That's what we're going to do for emails this week. If you would like to send us an email, we would love to get it. Any questions you have, any general feedback concerning the podcast. Hop over to Dysenshu EX, go over to the left-hand side, click the contact link, and that's where all the information is. And even if you don't have a question, feel free to email us. We want to know that you're listening, know who's out there, and uh, we're going to close up with the episode now. Yay. I need to get this episode done and up, except I can't put up the podcast feed until at least Tuesday when the bandwidth resets. But you can put stuff up on the forum. Yeah, I can put it up on the forum. But at this point, if you're listening to it, you've either already heard it on the forum or it's up in the feed. So this is <laughs> really true. just for us, I guess. So I will edit, I will put it up, and we're going to try and have something for next weekend because it's Otakon. Maybe we'll record something short early. I'll be at done. home so and with my girlfriend, so I probably won't be around. For All right, well, maybe we'll just do a quick Otakon yeah. recap. Or, I don't know. Yeah. I have no if idea. You, if you've got people from you know who are there with you at Otakon who want to be at the podcast, feel free. Oh, I'm not recording at Otakon. I'm not bringing any computer equipment. Oh, okay. This is so not a con I bring stuff to. So this is before Otakon. Yeah. You want to record. Yeah. Okay, so maybe I'll, I'll be around, but oh, I don't okay. know yet. Well, that's it. Julian, you got anything going on the website right now? You're pretty much working on your uh, Sailor V translation. Well, I'm working on that. I've done a little more for the names guide, so it's it's progressing cool. slowly. The one um, thing that I want to see you do yeah? is lyrics for the D.O.N. opening. Yeah, uh, I suppose I could get to that. It's, I need to work on my song. listening skills. Uh you know, it's it's pretty uh, audible. I was listening to it. I can pick out. Yeah, a bit. the version without the sound effects is pretty good. Is there one? Uh, well, 
from the encode that you gave me, it sounded that way. No, that was just straight from the opening. It really? was probably just a better better version than what was floating around. Okay. Because I did it myself, and therefore it sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, Mary, you're not doing anything for the website because you don't work on <laughs> No, and I don't work on my website either. Uh, forget you then. <laughs> I put up that videos page, and that was great. So that will be back up when the site comes back up. And then after Oticon... Rachel and I are going to get working on this filler guide. She's already sent me a few episodes. I can't wait mm. to do more work on it. What are you up to right now? I know you've sent me one and two and then a couple more after that. Well, I'm just going to start working on six soon and then continue from there. Awesome. So we're going to have content. I can't wait. Ooh, ooh, also, after Oticon, new music video. Oh, that's true. Ooh. Yeah. So there's all sorts of content coming to the site. I can't wait. Yep. And we'll update on the site with what's going on at Oticon. We talked a little bit about it last week. So if you want to know where to go to, I don't know, hang out or see us sweat for Iron Editor, <laughs> I'll have that information up on the site. And I think that is about it. So websites, Mary. Yeah. Yeah. I got one. Yeah. I say that a lot. You do. Sorry. Where okay. T e m p l e o t r u n k s dot com. Did you spell that right? Yeah, I always spell it right. No, sometimes you mess up. Templotrunks.com. Sometimes you forget what character it is. Yeah, sometimes I think it's like Goldo. Templo Goldo? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Templo like Goldo. I like Templo Zorro. Yeah. <laughs> um, Julian and I, and by extension Rachel now, you can find us at Daisenshu EX. Julian, this is. This is at www.daizex.com. That's daizex.com. That is correct, and you can find all four of us over at the Daisenshu EX forum, which uh, doesn't go down, so you can always find that somewhere. (laughs) Well, sometimes it does, but it's unrelated to bandwidth issues. Yeah, and I get it fixed soon enough, sometimes, (laughs) maybe. Yeah. Unless it's (laughs) like some Pakistani hacker, and uh, that sucked. But it was fixed. That is it. I am Mike Labrie, Vegito EX, and I forgot to figure out some random quote to end the episode with, so I'm... Let's just say that was part of a song. (laughs) (laughs) I love that song. It's my favorite. Oh, well. That smells like Nirvana to me, but whatever. (laughs) Anyway, (laughs) Daisenshu EX Podcast. Hey guys, it's Mike popping up again with an Otakon update for you. If you are heading to Otakon August 4th through 6th, that's this coming weekend, if you're listening on time, taking place in Baltimore, Maryland. You can come check us out in a few places. Friday evening, the AMV contest starts at 6 p.m. You can check out a video by Mary and myself in the action category. And keeping it going with AMV Saturday morning at 10 a.m., you can come see myself and Mary and I think Scott Melzer and a bunch of other editors doing the AMV panel. Again, that's at 10 a.m. on Saturday. And then also Saturday night, the big event for us, Iron Editor, this is the equivalent of the Iron Chef TV show, where we don't cook, we make a music video in two hours. All the while, they're distracting us and playing videos and giving away prizes and all sorts of stuff, so come check that out. We have to make an action trailer. Ooh, scary. And then on Sunday, you can come check out... uh Steam, the movie, the fan parody. Fan parodies are playing at 11 a.m., so check that out, and we will see you at Otakon.